0: On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock Cue Sarah McLaughlin. For only $3 a month You can save a platform Twitter Blue takes flight in the US and New Zealand
1: The devil's in the detailed targeting So Facebook is removing a lot of options For advertisers
2: Google My Business has a new name But don't forget the old one when you're searching All on today's show
3: You know what time it is It's officially Marketing O'Clock We bring you all the digital marketing news of the week, powered by the digital marketing community. If you want to join the conversation, hit us up. We are at Marketing O'Clock everywhere, and you can join our community on Discord at community.marketingoclock.com. We record every week from the Cypress North Studios in beautiful Buffalo, New York, to bring you our famous Friday news show. You can subscribe to our show at youtube.marketingoclock.com or wherever you consume your podcast. Head over to marketingoclock.com slash newsletter to receive every article we cover straight to your inbox.
2: Welcome. I'm Greg Finn. And it's Marketing O'Clock.
0: Hey there, I'm Christine Zernheld.
2: AKA Shop.
0: I'm Jess Bud.
2: And I am still Greg Finn.
0: And it is officially Marketing O'Clock here on November
1: 12th, 2021.
2: What a blast from the past. That was our intro and our first episode. Nearly four years ago. And now we're here, our 200th episode in a row, our weekly news episode. I
1: know. Yes, there's some marketing a clock, or marketing a talks, and there are some off the clocks, which you used to have some deep back dives. in the day, deep some dives. deep
2: dives. We tried a lot of things, but the one thing that's been the constant is the Friday weekly news
1: show. No weeks off. What a blast from the past. <laughs> that video is so fun. You're like trying to be serious. <laughs> Jess is there, just like the hype man. We're
0: gonna, yeah. It's so embarrassing. Just (laughs) nodding my head at Greg. I still do that, pretty much. It's nice to be consistent.
1: You were great, but look how far we've come. And it's three minutes long, you guys. And now we have the nerve to post this like hour and a half long episode that I'm sure we're posting today. But. So exciting. I can't believe we've made it this far. We obviously have to thank our amazing fans for everyone who listens to us. Even if you just listen to one episode or whether you join us every week and hype us up on Twitter or Discord, we really cannot thank you guys enough. Um, Greg tweeted earlier this week, this is 3.85 years, 46.2 month- months, 26.95 dog years, and 127.3 scar moochies.
2: Ooh, moochies. Mooch. <laughs>
1: So we got some great responses Mike Ryan at Mike Ryan retail said it's hard for me to rank these correctly but congrats and thank you to marketing a clock for your dedication and also scaramucci is my new favorite unit of time so 2017 yet still somehow 2021 ephemeral yet timeless I almost didn't know ephemeral I'm really (laughs) he has better vocabulary than me but thank you Mike and I love mooches too Kirk Williams said that's amazing nice job and keep up the good work Actually, he said God work. Thanks, Kirk. Bless you and oh. bless you for being on um, some marketing a talks a couple months ago. Another marketing a talk guest, Anastasia Sorokina, said congrats on your 200. She also said, um, keep up the great work. My number one recommendation to anyone who is looking for a great industry podcast. Thank you so much for sharing our show coming on marketing a talk. John Henshaw, who was on an off the clock with Greg back in the day, said impressive. He's really been biased since day one. Um, and then Julie Bocchini said, "Amazing and congratulations! You all rock and make PPC news fun, even when it's horrible. <laughs> we try, Julie. Cheers That's to like
4: you every week."
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then somebody actually sent us a really nice voicemail too, so we'll play that real quick.
4: Hello, it's Azim. I just wanted to say a massive, massive congratulations on your huge milestone achievement. And here it is to the next one. I'm positive that you are going to get a lot of messages saying thank you for keeping the digital marketing community up to date with your weekly news and insights and it's a plus one from me but i'd also like to add that certainly during the last year or so when lockdowns have happened over here in the uk and, and mental health has been slightly on the wane your jokes your humor and your general all-round friendliness and funniness has been uh appreciated and it's been a massive massive positive during some really difficult times so a massive, massive thank you. You guys are awesome. You're a huge inspiration for me as a marketer and a fellow podcaster. And I genuinely wish you all the best. And I really hope I can meet you all in person soon. You are awesome. Congrats. Love you all. Here's to the next ones.
2: And massive, massive thanks to you, Azeem, yeah. for that phenomenal voicemail. And Touching. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we've had some trying times in this these, these past four years. And 2020 was really hard for us. And... We went virtual, but you know, as long as you're learning and hopefully each week we can put a smile on your face.
1: Yeah. And I love how he said we're probably gonna get a million voicemails. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's
2: like, no, it's just you Azim.
1: Thank you for being you Azim. And he's really gunning for a clock scre there, so we'll see.
2: Yes, and he's got a great podcast, Azim Digital, Wow <laughs> And your wow. favorite podcast player. <laughs> it's
1: okay, digital. That was out of control. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta say it right for the people
2: I just wanna make sure mm. that I pronounce all the G's hard
1: okay we have a bunch of people to thank we won't spend a lot of time on this but we really wouldn't be here without our amazing support system so we just want to run through some people Jen Kate started the podcast with you guys back in the day she's no longer with us as Greg says
2: yes but she's still alive <laughs> she's
1: still alive <laughs> she's just not here <laughs> thank you so much Jen I hope you're still listening Matt Mombrey does so much for us every week even just listening to the show even when our uh, virtual recordings were driving him nuts he's always in here doing sound checks for us he was there for every live recording back in the day when you guys did it without Annette thank you Matt we can't thank you enough um Jill Fetcher is helping us grow the show and now sh- we got her to do our own podcast thank you so much Jill it's contagious we love you Jill we couldn't do anything without you our amazing design team Sammy makes original artwork for every single show every single one it's crazy i know we and then we're going back and forth every week about what the story is we got to explain marketing to sammy she didn't sign up for this (laughs) thank you so much sammy we could not do this without you jordan is always there for backup when sammy's out and she also helped us design our website thank you jordan Fred, help us design our website from our Cypress North team. Brian did our original bumpers. He did not ask for that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Brian. Um, We've had amazing editors. Thank you, Katie. Thank you so much. Uh, Well, I just need to send another second on Katie. Stats and information, sir. She was on the show for a little bit, too. Thank you, Katie. And she still listens to the show, too. Caleb is here every week. Thank you so much, Caleb. You add so much to the show. We love your crazy stories. You are such a great addition to the team. Um, everyone who has jumped on a marketing, a talk or an off the clock over the years, we have had the most amazing guests, met the most amazing people. We want to thank Mark, especially for being a co-host with us through these years. He really helped the show. We love laughing with you. We miss you so much. Search engine
2: journal. Big thank you to Mark. Yes. For that He really stepped up and was the lead when we needed it the most. Yes. So yeah. extra special thanks there. And then yeah, search engine journal. They believed in us when nobody else did. For the uh, little stint we were over on the search engine journal network before it expired. Yeah.
1: And even, I forgot, like Sarah and Cole jumped on episodes back in the day. Oh, Jen yes. was on some episodes. Some of the originals. Mm-hmm. So we have amazing. I'd like to thank the tap dancers who were used to perform above the old <laughs> studio. And, you know, I'd like to thank Derek, who's working on our new beautiful studio downstairs as we speak. I hope so, you guys can hear his
2: tools. So you don't hear that bus that going bus. by. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'd like to thank that bus driver. <laughs> And thank you, Greg and Jess, so much for starting the show three years ago. It has been such a joy to be a part of it. Thank you for keeping up the amazing work over the years, especially while I was out. I love being a part of this, and I really appreciate you bringing me on.
2: Thank you, Chef. I was going to say, you left a really
1: important person off that list.
2: Yeah, you bring all the fun to the show. I just rant and rave, so really appreciate it. <laughs>
1: you keep us together. Thank you. And just to reiterate, we have the most amazing community of listeners, and we would not do this if you guys weren't listening and giving us such great feedback. So thank you for sharing the show. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for being in Discord. Thank you for being you. We cannot thank you enough.
2: Yeah. We are literally almost canceled the show dozens and dozens mm-hmm. of times. Does Like... M- m- Many times. Time. This morning. <laughs> we almost cut it off at 199. <laughs> so big thank you to power listeners. We have the best listeners in the world. We love you.
1: And a couple things to address here. Apologies in advance. The plexiglass is here because I am suffering from <laughs> acute daycare-itis. The baby is in daycare and we're all suffering in my house. And also, we have a special guest today. Caleb is out, which is why we're talking about him like he wasn't here. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) We are lucky to be joined by the lovely Nicole Waddington of Agency Scoop fame. Make sure you catch the most recent episode if you missed her there. I'm sure she'll hate me for saying that. (laughs) And I'm sure we'll hear from her soon. She has a bunch of hot takes. So thanks for being here, Nicole. I'm going to make you speak. (laughs) What is happening in the news this week?
2: Well, first up this week, RIP and peace to Google My Business. Long live Google Business Profile. Google is changing the name from Google My Business as well as the way that you interact with My Business um, in order to, from their press release, quote, keep things simple, unquote. And sometime in 2022, Google will be retiring the My Business app completely. However, my question though is, is it really, quote, keeping things simple, quote? Because Google is now saying that it prefers that businesses with single listings that formerly would be using Google My Business now will manage their business in search or maps and not in the old Google My Business console. Unless you are a larger business with multiple locations, because Google says that if you are one of those folks, you will be then using the previous iteration that's now going to be called business profile manager so if you're big you then use that and this is where i really hate it as you know i like to think pretty simply i'm a simple person right and i like search to search and maps to get from one place to another and i like having one app where you can monitor your business and see what's exactly happening i don't like going to a map to reply to people it's and if you really weird yeah, and there's a GIF here um, that you can see, and it'll be over on YouTube as well of the functionality. And I watch it in action. And it gives me so much anxiety because instead of going to a location like a business.google.com or Google, google.com forward slash places, you then go to Google. You Google my business. At the top of the results, your business profile information then shows up. Then you choose what you want to see with a bubble selector. And you get cards displayed under it. And when you click, you get a lightbox modally thing that allows you to communicate right over the top of the serpies. And so for me, it's like, no oh my thanks. God.
1: I hate this. What about the agencies? What about these hustlers out there with multiple businesses? I mean, what are they supposed to do? You, stop. You have to Google yourself. You
2: Google my business. <laughs> but Think it's not about... Google my business. But it's Google business, business
0: profile. No, but... People, There are some small business owners that rely on their Google business profile, and they're maybe a little bit older, and this is not going to make any sense to them. This is going to be so difficult to them. I've This just, is not simpler. This is dumber.
2: In a conversation, I've never been like, oh, you know what would be nice? If we could do this in the search engine results pages. This is the stupidest thing I've ever. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, it's stupid. stupid. So you got to use search or maps now. If you want to communicate, I honestly think this is like a step backward, but there are a few new features as well. You can claim your profile, your Google business profile in search or maps. Now you'll have call history. Again, you're going to have to Google it. There are some new features with this. So you can claim and verify your Google business profile in search or maps. There's call history. And as we talked about, the messaging can be done right within Google search guess that's a feature. And there's also read receipt messages as well in search and maps. So we talked about that a few weeks back. And David Mim, at David Mim, aka The Mimster on Twitter, he had a quote where he's uh, again, quoted Google and said, in 2020, we'll retire Google My Business app. So small businesses can take advantage of the upgraded merchant experience on Google Maps and search. And he says, this seems like, A, a major downgrade in experience, and B, an admission that the usage of the app was essentially nil. So I agree with David there. And then in the article over on Search Engine Line, Barry Schwartz had a couple funny things. He said, another new name, you say? We're now calling it Google Business Profile. Before that, it was named Google My Business. Before that, Google Places. Before that, it was Google Plus Local. Before that, there was also Google Places. And then prior, I think it was just called Google Local.
0: I just want to go back to that you're Googling something, right? (laughs) But you're not Googling business profile which is the new name you're googling my My business
2: business the old name name. you can't google the new name you google the old name of what it was called
0: i'm gonna google literally my business to get to something that's not called google my business
2: it is it blows your mind you just have to see this gif (laughs) i hate it (laughs) i mean gif anyway (laughs) uh, i so i i just don't like the fact that GMB is going away. I, I like GMB. It's a nice little acronym there. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, G GBP is just hard. Try saying that. It's hard to say GBP. Go I'd rather say
0: GDPR, and I don't ever yeah. want. Yeah.
2: That. <laughs> so I had a couple curse. names. <laughs> we need a bleep. <laughs> so I had a couple names to maybe make it flow better. So first off, Biz Pro. Your biz hey, profile. Hey, hey, you biz, like biz with Pro? a Z,
1: I assume. Yeah. Oh, oh.
2: gotta be a Z. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
5: All
2: right. Next up, um, in finance hundredth of a percent is a basis point aka a bip so what about a gbip a bp no, basis point no thank you no gbip no go to your BIP. what how well, you're gonna say go to my go to your google business profile by googling my business <laughs> how ridiculous. are you
1: somehow making it worse
2: <laughs> okay 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 what about profi i like that go no there, profi
0: yep. yep your profi in the syrpies
2: Okay, and then, you know, I'm I'm always a fan of a good acronym. What if we did like just call it the Tool Use Reach Demographics? <laughs> That'd be good. I mean maybe Chef's oh, doing maybe. the math. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, we'll pick one and polish it up.
5: I really like oh, today.
2: What do you got over there, Chef?
1: Oh God. Okay. So we have some big news from Meta for Business, everyone. <clears throat> Starting January 19, 2022, we will remove detailed targeting options that relate to topics people may perceive as sensitive, such as options referencing causes, organizations, or public figures that relate to health, race, or ethnicity, political affiliation, religion, or sexual orientation. Examples include health causes, sexual orientation, religious practices and groups, political beliefs, social issues, causes, organizations, and figures. So it sounds like it's not all of the detailed targeting options. I cannot, find, for the life of me, find a list of everything. But it's things that relate to these categories. I found this article from um, a site called Gadgets 360 that says, quote, thousands. I don't <laughs> it's know. If a lot. Yeah. But it seems like we're going to have to wait for more info to see how this uh, shakes out. But this whole blog from Meta for Business, they're really doubling down on like trying to be heroes. And it's so annoying. Quote, Some of our advertising partners have expressed concerns about these targeting options going away because of their ability to help generate positive societal change while others understand that the decision to remove them. And then everything in here is like, it was a difficult decision with a heavy heart it like sounds like people like celebrities like getting divorced you guys have <laughs> got to read this literally it says with it it was such a difficult decision every time and like i get it. i'm an advertiser obviously this is going to be a really big problem for some people but they're just making themselves sound bad because everything they say is like blowing it up and like trying to make them sound like heroes Everything comes back to small businesses, small businesses, nonprofits. We get it. They need help advertising. But like the big companies do, too. And they act there's some kind of memo across (laughs) Meta that nobody can just say business. It always has to be small business. And this is what makes them look bad that everyone thinks they sound so sketchy. It really makes me mad. And then, uh, tucked in at the bottom of this, users will also be able to opt out and see fewer ads related to politics, parenting, alcohol, and pets. Early next year, we will be giving people <laughs>
2: <laughs> Get rid of That's these dogs! Me. That's me. That's <laughs> me. That's like, what? <laughs> what? Is it they're catering to Corella DeVille? What's yeah, going on I don't here?
1: understand. Well, Nicole needs one for kids.
2: Yeah. Oh, you don't like kids?
0: <laughs> Shep has one. Did you know that?
5: <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of kids. We had her and, to the baby channel.
2: And she says like I kind of just why? like
5: profiled no, her. like I was like,
1: oh, you seem like someone who would want to be in our baby channel in Slack where we send pictures of babies. And she's like,
5: actually, I'm not like the biggest fan of babies. I I muted the channel, but occasionally I check in. Yeah, so.
0: fair. That's more engagement than we've gotten from some others around here that I will not name.
5: So what you're saying is you hate our babies. We Pretty much. It. From a distance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So early next year, they are giving people more control so you can opt out of content for gambling, weight loss, and other things. I think that's great if you ever want to opt out of an ad. like, It's better for the advertiser. Right. So you should be able to opt out of every category if you want to. Um, But yeah, we don't know all the detailed demographic category or detailed targeting categories yet, but expect fewer options in the future.
0: All right, well, if Twitter's got you feeling blue, we can make that official. The platform subscription service, Twitter Blue, is now available in the US and New Zealand. We've talked a lot about it in the past on our show. So things have evolved and we've kept you up to date. But just in case you haven't been listening for the last 200 weeks, here's what you get for 299 US and that's 449 down under.
2: Whoa, they charge them more?
0: Well, it's just the exchange rate. Oh. I'm no mathematician or. <laughs> finance guy but what you get for your monthly fee is ad-free articles news articles which you've talked about before this does not fyi circumvent paywalls though it's just the ads within articles that you have access to and it doesn't mean an ad-free twitter so don't worry you'll still see all the highly targeted extremely relevant ads that are in your feed now they're also including a top articles feature, Twitter Labs, which gives blue users access to features that are currently being tested. They cited pinned conversations as one of those, so get real excited. Bookmark folders and what Twitter communications so rud- rudely called "quote the closest thing you'll get to an edit button." There's undo so tweet. Crass. It's rude, and we've all made fun of it. It's still not what people asked for, but the Verge coverage on this announcement had a screenshot of what it actually looks like. It is better than just deleting a tweet and tweeting again. It's, it is
2: not. It is. It I like, have Twitter Blue you and it time. sucks. What do you mean? I I you bought have Twitter, Twitter Blue. Blue. Yes.
0: How much time does this give you? Have it's, you tried it's,
2: it? It's awful. You just sit there and it says sending tweet and you watch it like send. It yeah. is ter- it is terrible user experience. It's awful.
0: I don't know. So I use the feature in Gmail where you can like delay your send for 15 seconds in case you want to take it back and add something. And it has saved my life. Maybe not $3 a month saved my life, What? but I use that. Do you know that feature? <laughs> I thought we were all <laughs> automatically opted into that. I, like I have it too. I didn't choose. I think stuff. you have to turn it on okay. in Gmail. Yeah, but it's free, right? Is the point. So I wouldn't pay three bucks a month to have that on Twitter, but I don't know. It's not as bad as I thought it was, but you don't care. You're impatient. You just want to send it. Greg?
2: No, I mean, it, it, it's... You write your tweet and then it just delays the tweet and gives you a second. Who, who yeah. would want that?
0: Is one second. What is the wait time? I've yet. I, I
2: think you can set it, to customize it. I didn't do it. I tried it once and it stinks. And then it is nice that you can get to some sites without ads. For example, you can go to search engine journal and get the experience ad free, you know, which is no heavy lift. So, um, but I, the biggest thing to me is if there's anybody out there that's like, oh, Twitter blue is worth it. um, you should run. Never take advice from that person ever. There, there's no value. And then the other thing is it makes threads look better. People are like, oh, threads look better. It's like, if you like threads, you've got your own set of problems. <laughs> Anytime it's like, oh, we won't believe what I learned from watching Marvel Rising, a thread. It's like, no, oh. I don't want to see. You I show thought me. you liked threads. No, get out of threads. And then you see, I, I see that spool and I'm out. You, you like threads. You just put it
1: in the show notes for me to report.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a problem. Like, why don't you just show threads the best way to show threads? I don't get why you have to pay. Yes. People have to pay to see threads in a good format. It's
0: dumb. So why did you subscribe just to test it?
2: Because we're a new show.
0: Okay. Oh, that's more work than I did. It was my story. Yeah.
2: Oh, well. Glad anyway, I you. Don't buy it. It's it's pointless. It's not an edit button.
0: No. Your Let's- tweet
2: just goes out slower yeah and then you can hit send now but no
0: it's so absurd like people would pay for the edit button Like just make that and they know people want it they're aware of that i just feel like these are all fine things to add in but there's like nothing worth paying for still and i don't even use the free version so it's saying a lot from me
2: why don't you just make your product better
0: i would agree with that but we've been saying that for 200 weeks i I know or make a usable ad platform so your product
1: can be free all the time (laughs) we've been saying that for 200 weeks Customizing in-store value this season and it takes holiday traffic changes into account when creating your forecast. I'm like the opposite. Like I avoid going to the store during the holidays. So I don't know if that would work for me, but it's great just in time for the holiday season. We haven't heard that enough this year.
3: Now it's time for this week's take of the week. This is a hashtag buyer digital marketing take with extra spice served up just for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call.
2: All right. And this week's take of the week comes from Western New York's own Mike Blumenthal from Near Media. And he had a fire post called Google's new business profile. When search becomes a political tool. And he talks about what he saw when he went to go use the new Google Business Profile or GBIP? Is that what you decided on?
1: No, no, nobody agreed to that.
2: Uh, Anyway, he said, I was shocked that the first call to action wasn't an invitation to edit my listing or even an incentive to buy Google ads. It was a call to support Google's fight against possible antitrust regulations. And then he went on to absolutely torch What Google is pushing the minute they release this new thing, talking about using search as a political tool. And I've got a couple different quotes here, but you just need to go read this entire article from Mike. He says, this effort to manipulate small business folks with astroturfing is a whole new level of deception. It lays bare Google's intentions to protect their monopoly at all costs. Their attempt to buttress arguments with manufactured alliances for legitimacy as fuel to an obvious fire. And then he ends with Monopoly, if not abused, is not illegal. Monopoly used to disadvantage competitors is illegal. Monopoly used for self interested social manipulation is immoral. Mm. That's some good writing. This mic is attached, but if it wasn't, I would drop it. Done. So go check that out over on Near Media. Thank you, Mike.
3: Now it's time for this week's ICYMI. This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked, but you shouldn't have.
1: I see why my people from David Herman at Herman Digital on Twitter. He asks, to all those running YouTube ads, do you find success with broad open targeting on target CPA once the video video has enough video views or conversion data behind it? And there were a lot of really great responses to this. PPC Kirk said, I check with my team They said, mostly no, the only way to make it work is if you have a lot of conversion history to draw from, and even then, they're not fans. And then Corey Henke, at Corey Henke on Twitter said, I don't find broad to be effective on YouTube. I am focusing on conversions. My first level variables or optimization levers are bid type, creative, and demographics. And then Justin Lucas, at underscore J Lou said, I'm still a noob with YouTube, me too, Justin. But running broad with gender and age targeting and target CPA bidding works fine for me. So lots of different approaches there. Thanks for asking, David. Thank you, everyone else, for sharing.
3: Now it's time for this week's Pew Pew Lightning Round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts paid, organic, and social.
1: First up in the paid universe this week from Nikki Coleman at NikkiJumpFly on Twitter. She says, oh, fun. Google Ads has gone nuts. Has gone nuts? Haven't they been nuts for 200 weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nikki. No, that used to be Google AdWords, though. I nuts. know. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> seeing destination mismatch ad disapprovals across multiple unrelated accounts. So then a lot of people were replying saying, I'm seeing this too. What the heck is going on? And then um, later in the week, there was an update from Google Ads in the platform. It was a notification that says we're currently experiencing a volume increase due to ad disapprovals for destination, destination mismatch. We don't have a workaround at the moment. However, this is a known issue affecting multiple advertisers and our technical team is working on a solution to address this ASAP. If your account is having some issues, please rest assured that it's being worked on even if you don't file a support ticket. I would file it ticket. Right? Like, Absolutely. You got to just feel like you're doing something. It just
2: goes into the void. Nobody's <laughs> ever looked at one of those.
1: Next up from Mark Bassoni at Mark B. Clicky on Twitter. The Google Ads approval process needs root and branch reform, I'll say. <laughs> it's simply not fit for purpose. It is 100 times worse than Microsoft Advertising. I
2: don't know about that part. It needs to go even <laughs> further. It needs to go to soil, like subterranean reform too. <laughs> like, the root's not enough.
1: I love like the, the fun language because it really is that bad. But I don't know about the Microsoft advertising comparison. I've had some woes lately, okay? I'm not happy with them
2: either. I thought Tatiana fixed your, uh, <laughs> your entire uh, mental health.
1: No, but- she... I don't want to besmirch Tatiana. It's her thing. fault. She I, still, I still like her more than a lot of other people there. Love you, Tatiana. Call me, literally. Uh, Please. Or email me. Um, advertisers, this is more from Mark, everyone. Sorry for putting words in your mouth earlier. <laughs> advertisers around the globe waste billions in productivity by, cons- by constantly having to deal with never ending nonsense disapproval. More on that soon. It's such a joke. That is so true, but it still made me sad. And next up from Microsoft Advertising, ever heard of them? Holiday gatherings are on the rise. (laughs) So are clicks. See 10 ways to ornament your holiday shopping campaign. I
2: bet you like that.
5: I love it so much.
4: (laughs) What a gift.
1: I don't think Tatiana wrote this. So they have 10 ways. Uh, I'll go through them really quick. Flyers, I'm rolling my eyes. Those are those flyer ad extensions. I don't know who's using those local inventory ads product audiences installment feed pricing that's a cool thing i had never heard of for your shopping ads um automated bidding including maximize clicks actually more on that later
0: that's why clicks are on the rise (laughs) (laughs) and target
1: row ads improved time to go live so they say our shopping elves have been hard at work improving our offer processing systems to decrease those processing times by 40 to 60 percent just in time for the holidays everyone Um, Number eight is product negative keyword conflict reports. Nine and 10, they kind of cheated. It says improve product groups, grid, and reporting updates. They combined it. So not mentioned here. I don't know if you guys remember a few weeks ago, those syndicated decorations we talked about. We're talking about ornamenting your ad campaigns. You're not going to talk about your automated decoration extension. Seems like an easy win to me. I
2: think they looked at them and got embarrassed. I'm <laughs> keep them off this list. Put them at number eleven.
1: They love. So then I was trying to look those things up because I forgot all about them, and I just looked up Microsoft advertising decorations. They use words like that a lot, like ornament, decorate, <laughs> in the same sentence as performance advertising. It's just bizarre to me. Okay, everybody, Julie Puccini has had enough. She tweeted this week. So the pandemic helped online coffee sales. But tell me more about how I should fully automate all my Google ads campaigns based on this example. <laughs> and she links to a think with Google article and it's not start, it starts just before the COVID-19 pandemic. Espresso and embarked, embarked on automating 130 actively managed search campaigns to 20 fully automated campaigns. They talk about how that strategy just worked out so nicely for them. And then later it says, some forward-thinking advertisers are adopting automation across every access aspect of their search advertising campaigns.
2: Can I have a hot take here? I
1: mm-hmm. love it.
2: This example that Julie has pulled from Google is a failure. If I were an espresso, I would look at this and say, "Give me the 130 actively managed campaigns." Because if before COVID hit, I did all this change, and then COVID hit, where literally nobody could go to a coffee shop, I only saw a sales increase of 13. percent
1: Yeah, I would say that
2: much. <laughs> what did you do? We're only up 30. It should be 13,000 percent increase agree. That is unbelievable that they use this as a win. We have like, we sell, if somebody sells like janitorial supplies, yeah, we're up hmm. hun- hundreds of percent. Like it's it's insane. 13%. They would go up
1: 13% no matter what they were doing. They literally they could have done nothing. Not logged
2: in. I, 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 they did worse with this. This is an example of why not to use any of these automated... Items. Yeah. Unbelievable.
1: And they write all these articles like they're trying to hit a word count. It's just so embarrassing. And go
2: follow Julie, at Neptune Moon on Twitter. Yes. She's extra salty these days, and I'm here for it.
1: Me too. Okay, the publisher, McClatchy. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I kind of love it. Sounds like a boxer. <laughs> exactly. Yes, like, so like-
2: McClatchy in the, <laughs> <in> the green <laughs> trunks.
1: <laughs> a grumpy leprechaun? I don't know. Um they started placing a widget at the top of their online articles that would play an audio version of the article and now they're testing ads in these um pre-roll, post-roll and mid-roll ads which seems like a really op- um, exciting opportunity for ads um on publishing sites moving forward so we'll have to keep an eye on that. Um and it's kind of like the same as podcast ads and I don't know if you guys heard but uh Marketing a Clock is accepting advertisers uh go to our website marketingclock.com for more info. We'll send you our press kit. You know what I don't like about the audio version of articles is you can't skim. Like, mm-hmm. I read a full 10 words from this article about McClatchy. You can't do mm-hmm. that if you're listening to it. You can't skip
2: around. I, I just keep looking at this tweet, Julie had. <laughs> it is <laughs> unbelievable. I didn't read this whole thing before. This isn't inc- coffee shops and retail stores shuttered across Germany, creating sharp fluctuations in new and related search queries. And they only went up 13%. Unhacking believable. <laughs> Sorry, chef. I'm <laughs>
1: just. Julie doesn't even drink coffee, too. So she maybe does decaf. Does Nespresso do decaf? Yeah, yes, they probably. do. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> she probably wrote that tweet with her red wine. Like, oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> Julie's the best. And from Acvila Defazio at Acvila Defazio on Twitter. Looks like Facebook is doing some reorganizing in the ad set level. Optimization and delivery is now moved up towards the top and placements are at the bottom. Makes sense given that conversion and pixel selections are at the top as well. I just really appreciate Akvila for always updating us on the Facebook ads changes so that I don't have to use it. <laughs> it's a terrible ad platform. Also, when is it going to change to meta ads?
2: Great question.
1: But I'm really going to miss because we could say Facebook's advertising. We could say FB ads, FB ads meta ads we could just call them mads
2: oh i like that
1: terrible ad platform i'm sure it won't improve so it'll be applicable and from mike mckee at the mike mckee on twitter two campaigns same keywords same audiences does optimized conversions in google ads ever work for anyone i keep dipping my toe in the water when i get a recommendation but 2x cpc and 3x cops cost per conversion is very poor. This was very interesting to me. He has a comparison where the campa- uh, the one campaign is Maximize Clicks, which is like a curse word on the show. Please bleep it, Caleb. <laughs> and then the other one is Maximize Conversions with Target CPA and Maximize Clicks is killing it. Seven conver- 70 conversions, uh, $15 CPA and Maximize Conversions with a Target CPA has eight conversions with a $46 CPA. So I have never heard anything like this.
2: Yeah, and I I was this past week, uh, hopped on to moderate a panel with uh, Fred Valleys uh, at Silicon Valleys on Twitter. And he was talking about RSA success. And one of the things that was very interesting that he talked about is looking at the fact that with RSAs, you put yourself out to get more impressions. And if you look at these numbers here, there's a lot more impressions, a lot more clicks for the one that's maximized clicks. So I don't know necessarily, like how much to take from it. And then just don't use maximized clicks either. You're never going to see this again. Yeah. I think he's got something wrong with his conversions. But one thing that was really interesting in that presentation from Fred is he was talking about the fact that the RSAs are supposed to be machine learning, AI, super smart. But across the board, if you pin one of your headlines, the conversions, the, the clicks, everything goes up. So it's like, how smart are these RS? How smart is any of this? And you see all this stuff, and like Google is like, oh, did you spend eleven trillion dollars just mm-hmm. like all this should be taken with a grain of salt. But I don't yeah. know.
1: And everyone was replying and saying similar to us that they haven't seen anything like this. But I'm happy for you, Mike. Next up from Julio S at astanesia 86 on Twitter. Ooh,
2: 85 was taken.
1: I guess so. The version nine, no, I- version eight was taken release <laughs> of the Google Ads API. There is an important update to recover conversions post Apple's AT and and then he has a screenshot of the update from the Google Ads Developers blog, and it says to comply with ATT conversion upload service now supports conversion uploads with braid identifiers in place of the GCLID. Um, so Julio says Google Click ID is definitive dead. Next up from Patrick Garde at Pat Garde on Twitter, new feature alert. Google Ads Keyword Planner has a new column, year over year change. Last month, three month change column was added. I would just rather them like have better keyword insights and like
2: whatever. But can I, great. Can, can I say something though about this? Don't use your year over year mm-hmm. until we have a normal year A good again. year, yeah. Because looking at anything 2020 is insanity. And you're looking at it and be like, oh, 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 this is going down. It's like, no, 2020 was crazy. Everybody was killing it. Everything was different except Nespresso because they use <laughs> smart shopping.
0: They're up
1: 13%. <laughs> Next up from Christopher Gutnecht on LinkedIn. I had to log into LinkedIn to read this article, and I had a message from Julie Bacini from October. <laughs> and it said, I can't believe we're not connected on here. I'm like, Well, Julie, now you know why. <laughs> 20 days later. <laughs> so he says, How do you optimize for Google smart shopping? And he's sharing 10 things that you can do. Um, so he says, I'm not going to go through all 10. I'll tell you three. I'm not going to give away all of his secrets. Um, feed hygiene and completeness. Use seasonal adjustments and date range exclusions and properly aligning your campaigns. And I believe this was shared by Mike Ryan Retail, one of our friends of the show. And that's how we found it. So thanks, Mike. And thanks, Christopher. Next up from Manaham Ani on Twitter at Manaham Ani. Interesting PPC chat. He got an email. It's kind of a humble brag, but whatever. (laughs) He got an email that says, hello, congratulations. You're one of the lucky merchants who have been included in an exciting new pilot from the shopping team at Google. This pilot prominently displays your business's great Google ratings for users who visit your site on Chrome. I wish he would have identified the business for just for his own self-seeking purposes because then the email went on to be like, the reason you're featured is because you have such glowing ratings. We love everything about you. And so lucky you. You can check those ratings. I mean it's probably by Googling was... my business.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably his awesome agency, JXT Group.
1: Probably. Or a client. Either way. Congratulations. And Menaham is leading us right into a little segment we have here this week. It might stick around, it might not. It's called Tales from Inside Your Accounts. So he has a tweet, Dear Google Ads homeowner's insurance is not property insurance seems i'm just not surprised (laughs) and (laughs) it's just the disapprovals for things that you're like you're really doing everything right and then you got to tell people why they're seeing cbd ads when it's not allowed and and then you're getting disapprovals for things that you're not doing wrong it's just so frustrating
2: this is why you need search query data
1: yes why don't we have it (laughs) somebody help okay and next, here's a great one from Sean Ellie at SLE2134 on Twitter. The past three weeks, I have been hounded by our new account reps from Google to get me on the phone to discuss strategies. Strategies in a- quotes. Yes, AKA automating accounts. These same account reps are then nowhere to be found when we are hit with asinine disapprovals that actually impact our accounts and tell me to contact Google support. But aren't you supposed to be in charge of helping account performance? I mean, really, why else do you have a rep?
0: They're not your rep. They're somebody that just hits the send a button.
1: Sales,
2: salesperson. They don't look at anything.
1: But I mean, if they make money, like sometimes the disapprovals, you can't spend money or waste. And like we heard earlier, you are just wasting productivity hours. Like people, clients would be spending more money if these disapprovals weren't happening. Like, figure it out and help us. It is so frustrating. Okay, next.
2: Oh, and Sean, strike one. <laughs>
1: and next from robert brady at robert underscore brady on twitter dear google ads i have a hard time trusting the machine learning when this is the kind of stuff i see it putting together for paying advertisers and some other oh and then he has um, examples for disney plus who like i hope knows what they're doing um and some other unfortunate advertisers and these are just supposed to be rdas they've got the button there they look absolutely terrible there's no image pulling in and like, it's just random content, like a line of headline with no context. It says, hydro rower machine, visit site. But yeah. There's and this so is, much
2: room. Too. This is where machine learning take cannot process nuance. If you look at this example, there's a big story that says Vista prints re- brands as Vista announces acquisition of deposit photos. There's a big sign of Vista mm. and then underneath it in a blue is the ad that says visit site and it's an ad for some other it's some google ad out there and somehow the algorithm decided oh we can get more clicks if we just write visit site and we put it close to other things and that long term is bad for advertisers and bad for google ads
1: and it looks horrible i hate that belongs in thinks i hate it And next up from Brogan at Firewall Digital on Twitter. Anyone ever come across dynamic Google ads campaign that has pulled a competitor's brand name into the headline? (sighs) That is just lovely. And I'm sure it's trademarked, but we get (laughs) trademark infringements for saying like fire in an ad. My (laughs) pumpkin's on fire and
0: so is my house. How is your pumpkin situation, Jess? So I'm really, I'm glad to still be here, but I'm sad to report that after we recorded that day, I went home like all excited to send you guys a picture of it still being lit and it it had finally burnt out.
1: And now we have another great one from Pamela Lund at Pamela Lund on Twitter, LMAO. This product just got disapproved by Facebook for overly (laughs) sexualized positioning and promoting the sale of
2: animals. And if you're not (laughs) on YouTube, if you're not on YouTube, this is what I would consider the awkward picture pose where it's just what looks to be a gentleman with some jeans and the hands are awkwardly doing nothing. This should be They're disapproved because,
0: like, he's coming to haunt my dreams. <laughs> yeah. he wants to hurt me. It's also a plain black shirt. There's nothing on it.
2: Also, like, what is Facebook into? Like, that's the oversexualized position. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? This guy They're must like, be oh, an oh, animal. It looks like Zuckerberg. Oh, <gasps> it does. It's what him?
0: We'll never know. The head's cut off. Stop How is- I hate this new game. <laughs> <laughs> How is this
1: promoting the sale of animals? I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out everyone's got to watch buy it it's bizarre and from Lawrence chassis at el on twitter so i have a brand b2b that sells balloons for events and i created a site link oh yeah we've got balloons here Lawrence. check them out i was just told they looked like an oil slick <laughs> i created a site link to pick your balloon colors Google's automation disapproved this site link for sexually explicit content. I don't know what to say about that, but I bet Just Bud could turn it into sexually explicit content somehow. Do you want me to try? (laughs) 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 That sounds like a fun brand to look for, to work for, too. Selling balloons?
2: Were they latex balloons?
0: (laughs) You got to blow them up. Okay, (laughs) leave
1: it to you guys. Okay. Challenge accepted. We're not going to make it to 201. (laughs) And from PPC Greg on Twitter, he wants us to know that linked accounts got a makeover. It is now easier to search and select third party for third party integrations that you'd like to connect. So a little bit of good news. Now we're going to move on to Performance Max campaigns, if that's okay with you guys. Tales from PPC Reddit. So Performance Max campaigns on Google Ads is the name of this post from, I just love the name, so I've always got to read them. Superb Tax... (laughs) 8041.
2: Yeah. Get all your Google advice from Superb Tax.
1: <laughs> They're asking for advice. Oh. oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> superb wants to know. Has by the way, what's your PPC Reddit name if you're always looking them up? Superb I, just, tax I just made one. I think it's
2: Greg Finn at CN and I'm gonna start start mixing it up.
1: How many that. G's in Greg?
2: Uh five.
1: <laughs> has anyone tried using these? What were the results compared to other campaign types? I gather it should work for larger clients utilizing all available assets. Um, and then Macaroo said, <laughs> yes, it is performing very well for two of my lead generation clients, but I'm s- suspicious it's canalizing brand search to prop up the results, which is what I've heard from everyone else. Ever That was me, Christine, not Macaroo. Every time I try to add negative keywords, it fails. It's cheap enough. I'm not too concerned as I can be as it can be all brand, but reporting needs to be fixed. As it can't be all brand. I'm sorry, everyone. I told you I have acute day But it needs to be fixed <laughs> for sure. Should I do it again? <laughs> Just let
2: it happen. I'm glad Macaroo is not too concerned that it can't be all brand, but reporting needs to be fixed for sure. Because I am concerned about your health, Jeff. I'm glad we've got this <laughs> cuts to this, but I do feel like jail vibes. Like... I'm sitting here talking to you. I
1: know. And you know what Greg said to me earlier? He was like, "You need to be more like Michael Jordan cuz he played better with the flu." But you don't have the flu. No. And this isn't basketball.
0: Or baseball. It's I don't have debatable. a
1: fever. There's no excuse. I just can't talk. Okay. <laughs> oh, this one. This is going to be Greg's style for PPC Reddit. This person named
2: <laughs> Chukiki.
1: No, it's not. Chukiki. Three. three okay if you say so chikiki three <laughs> <a stick> <laughs> starting with red in brackets google ads trying too hard to push their mobile apps seriously google i don't want your mobile app let me go through my reports stop opening a new tab with your newest google ads for mobile app whenever i click on a report every single time i don't get this have you guys seen it no
2: No, but I have the Google mobile app and all they do is talk about my optimization score every minute. Yes. I wake up in the and it's like three o'clock. Oh, I got a notification. Uh, uh, Your optimization score dropped 21 points. Good. I'm going (laughs) go back to bed. I'm going to sleep well now.
1: I find it to be really unusable. Like the app just doesn't work with my brain. I mean, maybe just me today.
2: (laughs) I don't know if much is working with your brain right now.
1: Okay. Well, what's happening in organic? All
2: right. We've got a tweet from Danny Sullivan over on his at search liaison Twitter handle. And he says... As part of our regular work to improve results, we've released a spam update to our systems. This one, real cool name. He goes on to say, this November 2021 spam update should be fully rolled out within a week. We encourage sites to follow our best practices for search. You can go check it out if you want. It's just targeting spam. There was uh, one comment that Danny made on his at Danny Sullivan Twitter handle. So make sure you follow both. uh, Replying to somebody named John Bentley, where he said, spam updates deal with content that doesn't follow our guidelines, core updates simply an adjustment in how we assess content overall. So if you're a spammer, be prepared. All right, and next up from Glenn Gabe, follow at Glenn Gabe on Twitter if you want to know anything about any update, anytime, anywhere, and Lily Ray. And Glenn Gabe was talking about another update that was announced where the page experience signal is coming to desktop and Barry has a great write-up on every one of those page experience ranking signals that are coming to desktop but Glenn goes on Glenn is like the the sane voice in search you know what I mean like everybody's mm-hmm. just out there schlepping things and and, and Glenn is just he's like the, the trust barometer that's his nickname now the trust barometer
0: I like that it's very short
2: yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> and he goes on to say don't expect much impact, though. Google says to not expect drastic changes. So I appreciated that. And then Barry had also found a nice little chart. And I just love that now you have to make a chart just to show all the SEO psychos not to make their entire desktop site into a mobile one. <laughs> so like the chart is literally all checks except for Does mobile friendliness apply to desktop? And it says not applicable. (laughs) So don't put your entire desktop site inside of a hamburger navigation and make it mobile. And don't delete your photos and don't delete your GA. All right. And then Glenn also went on to say that it is very interesting to see intrusive interstitials, aka the mobile pop-up algorithm, will now apply to desktop within the page experience signal when it comes to desktop in February, like we mentioned. And so desktop pages with pop-ups from search can be impacted here, right? He asked John Mew, that's new, right? And John Mueller said, from Google, yes, that's my understanding. Essentially, all the page experience factors would apply to desktop too. That seems more consistent. So you may be thinking, well, on desktop, maybe I sell booze or I sell pills or I sell booze pills or something, and I need those regulatory pop-ups. Booze pills? I want those. <laughs> and so John Mueller said, um, you don't need to worry if it is a regulatory pop up. He goes on to say, We've considered making a proposal for implementing legal interstitials or banners, but so far things seem reasonable and adding more requirements and recommendation just adds extra work. So don't worry about it if you have to have a pop up or if there's something required. Apparently, Google is good at it, their AI is flawless. <clears throat> All right, next up from search engine land, there is an article that I thoroughly enjoyed that's called Google guides gone bad how Google's local guides program fails businesses and consumers you should go read this entire article I'm gonna go through it quick but it's Jamie Pittman wrote this article and she talks about the gamification encouraging behaviors to gain points only for the sake of gaining points here's a couple quick quotes from the article I've talked about gamifications of local guides above but it's really worth pointing out what a flawed system it can be when not applied correctly Plenty of gamification systems take the form of badges that are won when the user achieves a set goal. And this is me talking, you also get prizes, you can get movie tickets, you can get Google One. You win things by doing more and doing what they ask you to do. So it goes on to say, um, local SEO guides Andrew Shotlin, who's big in the local games, said I'm a local guide myself and while I'd like to think that I generally leave helpful reviews I find Google's incentivizing local guides to leave reviews with things like movie tickets automatically makes the whole program suspects, suspect and then I think this was Jamie's quote where she said I almost look at non-guide reviews is more legitimate and you'll see this up on on YouTube if you're watching but this is a local guide comment <laughs> Answering the question of, do they sell, the question is, do they sell Kiehl's products in the Knight Bridge store? And the local guide says, I have no idea that they sell Keel's products. That's the answer. <laughs> that, so that a un- local helpful. This so person.
0: They get, they get to see a movie for free for that? No, that
2: question gets to go as answered and this person gains local points and gets movie tickets and you can see why people suck. Right? Right. I don't know. Okay.
0: I have no idea if that's right. Can I have a movie <laughs> ticket? I
1: still just want to know if they sell Kiehl's products. I, I, I like the know. avocado eye cream.
2: Well, don't go to, uh, to, to Google uh, BPIP to find out.
5: This review incentive program that they have reminds me of when I went to a psychic and the psychic was trying to tell me and my friend to review it before we got our reading. Oh. Ooh. So if this was around, then maybe I would have. But instead, we tried to gamble with her or, like, negotiate with her um, to give a reading, and then we gave her the money.
2: So big question. Did she foresee you being on the show here?
5: No. no. Was any
2: of her predictions right?
5: No. She just gave, like, the generic, like, oh, I see trouble or like friction in your future. no! So, yeah. I was
1: going to say a psychic you should really review like years down the
2: road. See
0: That's true. The-
1: yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. You wouldn't want to be four. Couldn't you? Couldn't you also be like don't you know my review? Yeah. 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 Get on that. Yeah. She's been like I'm not paying you money. Yeah. You're not a real psychic. <laughs>
0: no. Unless Pee Wee's bike really was in the basement of the Alamo. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Next up from Mark Williams Cook at the Taffer boy on Twitter. He has a, uh, a statement. I don't know where he got this from, but I'm just going to read a little bit here. And this is a heads up for marketers. If you use MailChimp, there's a, a quote, and apparently somebody at MailChimp wrote this, saying, I resigned from MailChimp. I resigned yesterday from MailChimp. Intuit was acquiring us. They said they would definitely not cut our pay, and they cut my pay. They cut lots of people's pay. Uh, no, we didn't. They'd claim, and they said, you must accept the new offer in three days. Um, and, and the reason this is in here is this person goes on to say, I was a key part of the AI team at MailChimp. That's why when you said you were buying us, why hurt anyone, blah, blah, blah. But apparently a bunch of people got their pay cut or let go. So if you're using MailChimp and you don't see that innovation, you know, whatever. If it, if it's still there, maybe this is somebody not, but just kind of, you know, hmm. get your spidey sense up there. Um, anyway, it's more like a bail chimp. Am I right?
0: Is that a jail joke because the
2: plexiglass? <laughs> <laughs> like bailing at my company. Oh, that makes more sense. All right, next up from Sumrush, there's a case on whether you should add pipes or dashes to your title and take this with a grain of salt, but it came from Split Signal at Split Split Signal HQ on Twitter. And they took a look in from what I could see. It was only a CTR look. So would this in, increase the click-through rate about putting uh, pipes versus dashes on your title tag? And they did it right after product name before the um, company name. So it would be something like you know, uh, uh, latex balloons uh, pipe target or in changing it to latex balloons dash target. And according to them for this one specific client, so don't do this willy nilly without testing. They said, we ran a test for 21 days and saw a 9% increase in clicks by going to the dash instead of the pipe. All right, next up from Brody Clark, aka the SEO wonder down Ke- down Kerry Underwood. <laughs> so whatever it is. Leave that. Nobody at it. knows how that started. Weeks, we
1: once had an article where the news person saying the article looked like Carrie Underwood and she lived in Australia. I don't think it had anything to do with Brody Clark. Are you and now we
0: call Brody Clark the wonder from down. Underwood. Isn't he the only Aussie we know?
2: All right, well, folks We know hope- pay
0: per Mitch. <laughs>
2: Sorry, <laughs> folks, hopefully it'll be episode 201. But anyway, Brody found a full width feature um, in the knowledge panel. and mean, it's, it's a quasi knowledge panel, according to Brody. And it looks a lot like a feature snippet, but it takes up a ton of space. And he was searching for the capital of Victoria. And it was Melbourne, as I'd say, Melbourne. Um, and there would be the text on the left and then images on the right. And it took up the entire top. So check it out if you want over on BrodyClark.com forward slash notes. And then Bing has some new shopping. And it's basically like categories and ways that you can navigate Bing shopping. And there's a departments tab, a stores tab, editors pick, pets page. Um, Thankfully, Nicole, there's not a children's page. (laughs)
5: Um,
2: A deals tab, trending products, and a price drop. So you can see all those different things. And I love it, um, especially because for about 110 of these episodes, I would just yell about Google not having shopping. And Mm. then they listened and have shopping. I still think there's ways to innovate and I really dig this. You can go through, type something in and see like if there's a a price drop or a deal or something. So I dig it. And I still think like a really good shopping search engine could be something. But anyway, next up from TechCrunch, YouTube is looking to give its TikTok rival shorts a competitive advantage. Narrator voice, it won't work
5: forgot about
1: shorts it's winter now nobody's (laughs) shorting okay that guy at the bus stop earlier was definitely wearing shorts
0: yeah
2: so the company confirmed that it's expanding a recent global test that the default when you open your youtube app will open directly into the short section don't do it don't do it they have no identity over there they've the absolute best product with no identity nothing Um, and i'm not gonna go off on any more i've been whining about what the h youtube is doing for so long now so fine open me up in shorts and google in you in youtube i just won't open youtube anymore if i have to see those shorts i'm done nicole you are the voice of the, the 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 youth here do you use and enjoy youtube shorts not at all do you do you like any kind of short videos tiktok <laughs> tiktok
5: and that's because there's no thought right tiktok you just scroll and scroll and that's how they get you, right? But with YouTube Shorts, it just looks ugly. The interface is ugly. I have to choose between my regular YouTubers or watching YouTube Shorts. I don't know what I'm doing.
2: So rate the, rate this, TikTok, Snapchat, Reels, Shorts.
5: And, and Bite,
1: <laughs> you're adorable.
5: <laughs> I would say TikTok number one. Snapchat, I don't know if I'd put it in that category. I guess not. It's like yeah. natural communication. Yeah. Okay. Well, what were the other options? Yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You didn't start with shorts.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. And next up from the tickler file.
5: Oh my God.
2: From John Hanja at Hanja on Twitter. I just got a little laugh. On this tweet, he says, Amazon search engine is the greatest competitor search engine ever devised. Enter a brand and product and get a full page of results for every brand and product that's not the brand and product you searched for. It's true. (laughs) It's amazing. I love you, John. You're the best. All right. Next up from 9 to 5 Google, there is a Google search chat head that is showing up. It's a bubble that you can now find out um, to show if you're using uh, the Google app, so that is omnipresent and you can Google at any time. So it's a test going on. Great. You
0: can get to your business easily. No. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: from Charles Farina at Charles Farina on Twitter, he got a note from Google Analytics that you should be putting Google Analytics for at the core of your measurement and you might think I'm going to zig here, but I'm going to zag. You should. You should be using all these different analytics packages. Now, don't delete UA or GA3, or whatever you want to call it, universal. But put GA4 out there. There may be other incentives down the road for having. It. it can't hurt to get it set up and get tracking your site. I understand it sucks now, but do it. If you need help, let us know. Sarah here can do it. But check out GA4. They're telling you this for a reason. All right. And keeping a Google Analytics here, there's updates to analytics user roles. There's now something the manage users permission is retired. And now there's an administrator role. So um, just make sure you got that in a row. Also, there's developers. It, I don't know. It's like a word list that you can use and not use. Pretty cool. There's a ton of time that went into this. Um, and there's things that like are, are maybe like socially not acceptable anymore. And then things that are just like hmm. kind of like fuzzy words that could be better words. I thought it was really cool to see them do this. The one thing I liked, though, they said, don't reference holiday or the holidays. Like maybe tell that to your PR team. Yeah. You know? Because they said, don't refer to the, don't use it. Instead, refer to the end of the year or refer to specific quarters and months. So, whatever.
1: I thought the what?
0: holidays was the PC term.
2: Not according to developers' you nomenclature. Gonna,
0: st- you tell my grandma that we have a Q4 party coming up, <laughs> invite the fam. Yeah, it's a late
2: December party. No. All right. And from Get Credo, there is a 2021 digital marketing pricing guide that is out there. Um, I saw a lot of people hating on this. It's like, Why do people hate on these things? Somebody took the time to go out and try to put pricing guides together. People are saying the prices are low. I probably tend to agree. But it's great to get insight. And so thanks to Credo out there. And instead of whining, go make something better. If more people just made something better instead of whining, the world would be such a better place.
0: Be the change you wish to see.
2: Yes. And in sad news, John Karkat, a legendary SEO, has passed away uh, unexpectedly due to a heart attack. And... Um, the uh, his wife. There's a GoFundMe set up for his wife. You can check it out over on uh, Search Engine Roundtable. Barry's got a nice write up, some um, sentiment from the community out there. And I believe I I met John once or twice. Not, not really. There used to be a client, um, Advanced Digital, back in the twenty twenty days, and there was a a a radio show that he co-hosted with Ross on SEO one hundred and one. That was going on for 12 years, so it makes oh. us look like uh, little spry chickens here. But anyway, check out that GoFundMe, and if you can, uh, feel free to help out uh, John's wife and very sad news. Jess, what do you got in social?
0: All right. First up in social, as you know, it is the most wonderful time of the year, the time when all the just-in-time-for-the-holidays insights come rolling in from the platforms. Pinterest is first here. They have updated its Their holiday marketing hub for 2021 with new resources and info for marketers. One important nugget that came maybe too late according to the chart that they have. The shopping frenzy on Pinterest ramps up long before Cyber Monday when activity on the quote leading search engine really spikes. So if you're new to Pinterest, definitely check this hub out. There's creative inspiration, a handy campaign guide outlining what ad formats are best depending on your objective. But you're probably too late to prep for the holidays again according to this
2: chart. To the late Q4s. (laughs)
0: oh yeah how dare you pardon me well TikTok has shared some insights as well and trends from their platform including another timely nugget about Black Friday shopping this is a quote last year online retailers stretched the sale over several weeks starting early and sustaining longer (laughs) views of the hashtag Black Friday hashtag tripled in the second week of October peaked by the day itself and remained relatively high until just before Christmas so such a gift you're too late Next up from the Wall Street Journal, Facebook researchers, this is a quote, Facebook researchers have found that one in eight of its users report engaging in compulsive use of social media that impacts their sleep, work, parenting, or relationships, Ooh. end quote. So that's like when you're falling asleep and then you're just like scrolling. Just doing it. Yeah, and you're being a bad parent and a bad friend and all that. And if you're wondering what the math is on one in eight, that's about 360 million users. However, my hope is that folks just didn't have their Instagram accounts connected and that they were counted twice. Sticking with the book here, the platform has updated their creator studio with a new external link option that's literally intended to circumvent Apple's rotten 30% transaction fee. Starting today, we're offering creators the ability to direct people to a website to complete their subscription purchase using Facebook Pay. When people purchase subscriptions from this website on web or mobile, creators will be able to keep 100% of the money they earn, excluding taxes, end quote. They're also offering bonuses to approved creators up to $10,000 with a little payment every time that you have a new subscriber that you earn. They're also making it easier to download subscriber lists and they're providing an estimated earnings breakdown that of course notes losses from Google and Apple fees, but there's also a line item for Facebook fees of $0. They're being real cute. They're naughty, they're nice, they're deflecting. Next up from Mac Rumors, WhatsApp has rolled out multi-device support to all users on iOS and Android, allowing WhatsApp to be used on up to four linked devices without needing to be connected via a smartphone. I, I don't know what other devices you would be using, but you get three now in addition yeah. to your phone. Seriously. <laughs> it's just good to know what's happening. Am I right? <laughs> Next from Lindsay Gamble at Lindsay Gamble underscore. I like that. <laughs> He's Lindsay Linz, Campbell was taken. I hope Lindsay's listening. <laughs> I hope so too. He says new when you hit the plus icon on Instagram, it now surfaces a, way, a tray with options for four different types of content post, real, post story, real and live. I'm paraphrasing here, but I guess that's nice. I'm, just, I'm gonna go live by accident. It's already so confusing. like I never know how to add a story. <laughs> now it's much easier. It's still dumb, but if you have big thumbs like me, you're hitting all the wrong things. Fine, whatever. Thanks, Lindsay. How's that work out for your Candy Crush? It's a different app. <laughs> oh, my thumb. Yeah, half the time I don't swipe the way I want with the striped candy, and it's a travesty. I know you know what I mean next from social media today Pinterest loses 10 million more active users as COVID restrictions ease and shoppers return to physical stores and that is according to the platform's latest performance report which also noted though that revenue remains steady so probably not a big deal the platform isn't dying and you may actually see better results I think from your efforts there because the posers are gone
1: well plus everyone was planning their wedding for two years and then they finally got married right Mm. like
0: things things are just shaking out like don't divest in digital don't uninvest i don't know whatever Congrats, newlyweds yeah <laughs> physical stores in the physical world they're they might have closed They're back no one thought they were going away forever but unless they unplug the internet like we're all fine all right snapchat is continuing to advance its ar try on tools pointing to the next stage of online shopping this is from social media today and according to the article the digital overlays still look a little puffy They're not perfectly aligned to users' proportions. So, Greg, I know you're gonna love this. You're gonna look so good. You're trying on all those shirts. I'd like to see them all on (laughs) Pamela Lund's model.
2: (laughs) I need less puffy. Give me one of those trick mirrors. You know.
0: Yeah, but sometimes those are the wrong way, and they like puffy up. I just think of Shep, Shep's moji when she's in the puffy coat because she's cold and her arms are stuck out like the Aww. Christmas story or the Q4 story. I think <laughs> of we moved into our um,
1: office that we're in now a year ago this week. And when we first came in, Jill was so nice and she put this full-length mirror in the ladies room. And like the months went on and eventually I felt brave enough to be like, hey, am I the only one who looks like, you know, 20 pounds heavier in this mirror?
0: And it turned out it was everyone. It was what concave convex yes. it was like sticking out in Is the middle still in there we like what do we do did we tape it did someone nail it it just wasn't attached yeah strength. and when i
1: finally said it, everyone was like oh thank god it's not just me
0: we were all in there feeling really shallow but I, I was pregnant like, yeah, yeah right it's not helpful <laughs>
2: Well, that could have been it too. I think
1: Matt had to. I know, I know. Matt had to go in, I think, and like fix the mirror. I can't imagine what he said to Joan. He was like, hey, "I need you to go in here and fix this mirror."
0: So we feel better. It's about ruining
1: herself. workplace morale.
0: Morale's down due to the
2: mirror.
0: It's a full-length mirror in the ladies' room at work. It's really important. <laughs> we also have Listerine in there in little cups. I appreciate this place.
2: Like full full-length doors too,
0: <laughs> which sounds but you mean the stall doors that's a really big deal
2: we don't have them in the men's room
0: oh
1: and really we have,
2: we have a gender newsroom as well
0: but uh, so our our bathroom is the
1: only one we paid extra for the full
2: length doors
0: thank you i don't know if I, I like them cuz you don't that. know if someone's in there i always just when i walk don't in i push i push the doors open to make sure no one else is in there and if like someone's there then i'm just terrified they're going to be like why are you trying to come in <laughs> but i just want to say hi if there's folks anyway <laughs> Next up from Matt Navarra at Matt Navarra on Twitter, Instagram audio effects for Reels are now available for more users. And one of those effects is helium. And I was going to make a joke about these balloons because I thought they were coming deflated, but here
1: they are. No <laughs> oh, <worry. laughs> we talked about being a part of the solution and having deflated
0: balloons because helium's canceled, right? Yeah,
2: I, yeah. There's, we're running out of helium.
0: Are they helium though, or are they just blown up with air? Because they're taped. Oh, yes, there. they're taped
1: at the ground. Yeah, line. I see that now. I just looked. I knew there was a helium shortage like three years ago, so it
0: just never ended.
2: It's going to end very soon. Then
0: what are we doing with these balloons?
2: There's no... We saved it. It's be weeks. worth so much.
0: Yeah. In 300 more weeks, we'll flip the two upside down. It'll be
1: 500. Well, just Bud said for shooting the heck, we should ingest the helium. Just talk. I'm
0: sure it'll sound great with my disease.
2: <laughs> you don't need it.
0: <laughs> Ouch. All right, friends. <laughs> Moving on. A tweet from Twitter Spaces. Have friends not on Twitter? That's weird. But now you can share direct links to your spaces and they can listen in via web without being logged in. I feel seen. Lastly here, a tweet from Jane, not a Twitter employee, Mansion Wong, at WongMJane on Twitter. She says, both Discord and Twitter are racing to consolidate their position as the center of the Web3 slash NFT communities. And I don't know what she's talking about. (laughs) Well, I know that, but I don't understand this.
2: <clears throat> All right, now into our segments, segments. And first up, we have a segment called Sorry, we aren't friends anymore. And according to Euronews.com, Portugal is making it illegal for your boss to text you after work in a game changer remote work law. But you're my boss and you're my friend. Not anymore, Jess. Mm-hmm. All right, and then over to the govern verse. This comes from quartz on Twitter. Soul. Will be developed. The first city government to join the metaverse. They're building their own metaverse for government. What? What could go wrong? Oh my god!
3: And that brings us to our real life segment, straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for working hard or hardly working.
1: I really appreciate the Google Ads section in Google Analytics. Um, First of all, because you can see conversions come in so much quicker. They have more search terms. And you can, I wish there was a column for CPA. There's not, I have to like do the math, but it's really nice for like day-to-day reporting to just pop in there. So don't sleep on that.
2: And quick reminder here, if you're doing an experiment and trying to test something like max conversions or max conversion value, and you're running that experiment, it is taking half of the budget or whatever percentage you put down towards that. So if you do choose to accept it, you will accept it at the full rate, if that makes sense. So if you're testing out, $500 um, spend in the experiment. $250 is going to be going to max conversions. And if you hit apply to that, it's going to change it from $250 to $500. And they don't tell you that. I know this. I tested it out. But just a heads up if you ever test that. If that makes sense? If not, at me on Twitter.
0: So for me, I've been playing around with Lucidchart, which is a flowchart platform. There's tons of them out there. I've just been finding it really, really nice to visualize when you're talking through campaign strategy with clients. It's easy for us to communicate as marketers to each other like, yeah, we're going to do remarketing here after they hit this page and do whatever. But just writing it out for some folks, especially clients that don't do this day to day, is hard to understand. And we've been using flowcharts to present that. And the conversations have been going really, really well and things have been good. So if you're having trouble or just looking for a way to streamline conversations about a comprehensive ad strategy, consider a flowchart. It's been good for
3: us. And now for this week's Cool Tool. As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool.
0: This week's cool tool is the Search Engine Spider Simulator from To the Web. You just pop in any URL and you can get a quick overview of things like the title and meta description, phrases that are repeated, as well as their frequency on the page, a list of all the headings broken down by H1s, H2s, H3s, etc., alt link text, links on the page, and so much more. And it's all in just one place. It's really, really handy. It's free to use. It runs quickly. It's just great for spot checking on the fly. So if you like it, be sure to bookmark. We will have a link in our newsletter and on Discord. So pick your poison. Check it out.
3: And now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week. An article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed, we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show.
2: And this week's must-read marketing article of the week comes from Andrew Lolk, who I was very thankful to have on a panel this recent SMX Next. And if you can go get those videos, uh, it's worth the wait in gold for what was included in that that conference. But Andrew has a nice write-up of why Q4 2021 is different for e-commerce and what to do about it.
3: Thanks for listening to this week's Marketing o'clock If you're looking for more information on today's topics, head over to marketingaclock.com slash newsletter to receive every single article we covered. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingaclock.com to join. And we'll see you next week.
1: Welcome to this week's shooting the Hack. We're after our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just... Shoot the Heck. I have a little game here just to go through like how long we've really been on the air. So I'm going to go through some major stories that were main stories on the show. I was usually the one who comes up with the title. Actually, Greg bails me out like half the time. But I'm sure you two don't remember what the titles were. So I'm just going to nope. say the main thing, the main story, and you guys are going to flex your pun muscles, and come up with a ridiculous title. Nicole is going to pick. I don't think either of you are going to remember, so it's not about remembering. She's just going to pick the best name, oh, no. whether it matches the old one or not. I'm nervous. I am too. Okay, so the first story from August 9th, 2019, this is when Google Trips um, went away.
0: Google what? Google
1: Trips. <laughs> and then it was being replaced with Google Maps for travel. Nobody talks about this.
0: How do we decide who goes first? Um, you're going first. <laughs> Google Travel Falls. Hello, Google Trips.
2: All right, and here's mine. Bon voyage, Google Trips. See you later. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> On the fly. Nicole, who wins? It's way better than
5: mine. I'm going to
1: say Greg. <laughs> I think that was a good one. Um, the title that we used was "Google Trips has departed, Google Maps for travel now arriving." Oh, that's lame. Good. That's very well <laughs> no, thought. I out. My was pretty
5: was good.
1: Okay, this was a big one. The SEOs loved this story. Bert, Greg is googling and cheating. Every time. I'm not. I'm not I'm he's not. not. He's not, taking not. notes. He's writing it down. I'm, I'm not, not taking notes. I'll go first the, on this one. At the spelling, be like writing on their hand. You just want to like spell it out for yourself.
0: Tell okay. us one more time what the story was. Bert a
1: language model yeah the SEOs are obsessed with it. you don't remember Bert he's still around yeah. now they use him for Google ads
2: <laughs> this is this is really tough to do instantly on yeah. the fr- fly but I'll say Bert okay oh wait, here we go here we go. Can you tell me how to get to the serps? Bert has arrived. <laughs>
1: You keep coming up with better
2: ones than what we did originally. Uh, Jess, you're up.
0: <laughs> Bert's here.
5: <laughs> 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 That's, <true. laughs> That's not it. There's a colon after that. I'm just all right.
0: pausing for a dramatic
1: effect. Okay, we said... No, 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 I'm done! Nicole, I'm
2: not done. All right, <laughs> go,
0: Finished. Bert's here. It's earning great reviews and nothing will ever and be the
5: same.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow.
5: The earning great reviews is good. <laughs> Thank you. Who wins, Nicole? I'm going to go with Greg again.
1: All Come
2: right. on.
1: Okay. Well, one more, maybe? Two more? Well, two more. No, I love this game. Let's okay. say 20, oh, Greg's, oh, Greg's 20 right. more. Okay, 20 more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good one. Page experience update. You guys, this was from May 9th, 2020. And just think about how much we've been talking about it ever since. And I, I'll just say it when we get to it, but th- there's something in this title that I don't think is accurate anymore. Okay. Oh. Um.
0: Larry Page. Wow. <laughs> Official submission.
2: I'm going to do a Jimi Hendrix cut here and say Have you ever been page experienced? Soon you will. Have.
1: <laughs> i don't even know what that means it's
2: a, a Jimi hendrix song
0: <laughs> okay wait can i redo
2: no
1: yeah no, i want to hear you it. can't
0: do it i just did mine okay but it, it doesn't have to count but it's good have pageants
5: this is gonna take a while
2: <laughs> all right nicole <laughs> are you a Jimi hendrix fan i feel like you like Jimi hendrix
5: Listen to him, but okay. you're re- I didn't get your reference, so okay. I'm gonna go with Jess. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> right. points for me. We
2: said
1: chalk it up to page experience. Google announces new ranking factor, which then it was a tiebreaker,
2: whatever. Oh,
1: <laughs> okay. Google Analytics 4. It's your turn to go first. Okay, October 16th, 2020.
2: I'm going to say new GA for all. A new Google <laughs> Analytics has arrived.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, data is universal, but not if you want to stick with what's cool. Upgrade
5: now to GA4. Oh,
0: wow.
2: Oh, I'm sorry for the listeners. <laughs>
0: It so is much harder than I thought It is was way studying. harder than you think it's if you're out there so, listening.
2: Yeah. It is so hard this to make hard. some other We point. did
0: not prepare. So,
2: Nicole, what did you think?
0: Greg. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Okay, one more.
2: <laughs> Jess, I've never beat you in a pun game in my life, and we've had a lot of pun games.
0: My jokes just aren't tracking. <laughs> one more. This story was such
1: a journey. Fleets, November 20th, 2020.
2: I mean, I think I might have done this, so I can go first, but I'll say Fleet, Fleet Advertiser. Twitter fleet Twitter short stories are here to stay. <laughs> Leave that. <laughs> this is what we <horrible. laughs> We need a new studio. All right, go. Um,
0: short form is fleeting. I see into the future.
2: What? She's she's so. Off. Yes. I off have so, so thing? good I'm at nothing. puns. I
1: know, but not quickly. Was some little, little
2: John fleet fleet.
1: Yeah, okay. it was. To the app window to your Twitter wall, oh, yeah. y'all fleet, fleet Twitter users. That was a good was one. That was a good one. That
2: was really good.
0: Okay, who's, fun. so Greg
1: obviously. one
2: I <laughs> crushed you.
0: Greg yeah. one. I, if we were just like We vibing, need to do this. Yeah. Jess really is good at it. She like, is. She helps I am, me a lot. But Shep, vouch for me. I have to vomit yeah. before I make gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll just keep vomiting <laughs> for another 200 episodes
1: and we'll see you next week.